All right. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today I was on like, I guess the word is like content overwhelm. Um, you know what I'm, I'm always trying to think of ways to help the community out. People that follow me, people that follow CrossFit, people that follow fitness in general, and obviously just listening to the things that I hear and kind of wanting to give back to people what they need to hear to obviously, you know, break through some of the, the things that they feel like they have to be doing to change their body composition. It just, there's just so much bullshit out there. And, and I felt like this morning I was just, I'm like, system overload of all the things I could talk about today. And it's kind of like so hard when I have to podcast and, I'm, and I want to choose one topic. But today's topic I want to talk about because I think it's pretty common for people um, to be really afraid of eating too much. And I know that fear because I lived in that fear for years. If you don't know my history, uh, I'm not going to turn this podcast episode into talking about that. Well, maybe I will start with that a little bit is, um, my nutrition journey started when I was 19 years old. I, um, had always grown up eating a pretty standard American diet, which at that point in my life was macaroni and cheese, rice aroni, uh, fried chicken, uh, mashed potatoes, just very homestyle food, a lot of Italian food as well. Uh, I am half Italian, so I would get a lot of that stuff as well. Uh, dessert whenever I wanted it, which was pretty much every single night. You know, my breakfast sometimes would be a pack of Hostess donuts and a coffee and not coffee. It was really, if you go to the, uh, if you go to the like 7-Elevens, you guys remember those like Frappuccino or Cappuccino dispensaries where like you could just push the button literally straight up sugar water. <laughs> but that was like my growing up, you know, I ate a lot of barbecue, never really focused on, never really found anything that really made me want to change my nutrition. And I did try a lot of things growing up. I did not have a healthy relationship with myself. Um, really wanted to change my body every single year. I remember getting ready for school and just hoping that I was going to be a smaller size. And every single year I hated that word of like, Oh, you're going to go up a size. I'm like, oh, really? Oh man, it was so, so bad. So anyways, when I was 19 years old, uh, funny thing of how I got into fitness, um, I did play soccer growing up. I was active in sports, but, um, never really got fitness like as part of my routine, like didn't really get into a workout program. Uh, but I, back then there was infomercials. So if you remember like the ads seen on TV ads and all that stuff, um, there was an ad for something called slim and six, and it was a six weeks program. Uh, workout videos, DVDs, and uh, came with a little nutrition program. I bought it like six months before I actually started it. And I just remember one morning waking up in a depressed state in my college dorm or my college apartment and saying, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. And I think it was like a Wednesday morning, believe it or not. I always, I always remind myself of that because people start on Mondays. I didn't start on a Monday. Um, I just picked up the first day and started working out and after getting started with that, I started looking at the nutrition thing and started to see if I could buy some of the foods and started just changing my nutrition that way. So I, I know that my nutrition didn't start off, uh, you know, so that was my nutrition startup. So then as I got into a place where I was dialing in the food quality, uh, and my weight started to drop, I was happy. But then as it started to plateau, I was like, how do you break a weight loss plateau? <laughs> So I went on back then it was like dogpile.com or yahoo.com. Uh, I think there was still dial up nutrition or dial up <laughs> internet at that point. Um, and what came back was drop your calories. You have to count calories, go to a 1200 calorie diet. So that's what I did. So I started eating a 1200 calorie diet and then 
before I knew it, weight was going down again. I was like, oh, I finally figured this out. But then I started to kind of get into a bad place. And I, I'm going to skip this part of it because honestly, guys, I could talk a whole episode about my experience of dealing with anorexia, um, going through really tough times emotionally, uh, dealing with some trauma and how something that started off as a healthy way to lose weight ended up becoming a masking agent for things I was going with. But what I wanted to really talk about here was the fact that like, once I did all that, I actually became afraid of eating more food. I was like, well, I just lost this weight. I don't want to regain this weight. So I was afraid of it. And so that's what usually happens. And even in, you know, beyond going through my struggles with anorexia, being afraid of eating too much has always been, had always been something that I dealt with. And then when I started CrossFit, I kind of walked away from all that and entered paleo and zone, which was a different way of controlling calories. And I started to feel like I had a way to control things, but I was not really in control. If you know what I mean? Like I, I could eat as much as I wanted, as long as it was paleo. If I felt like I needed more blocks, I would just add more blocks and zone. Um, anyways. So the reason I'm saying this is because I understand that it's, it's a scary thing to feel like, you know, eating more will help you lose weight. And back then you would have never convinced me of this. Uh, but knowing what I know now, I understand it. And I try and hopefully help that I stop people from making the same mistakes because I did spend years of my life yo-yoing my weight about 25 pounds up and down, up and down, up and down. And it wasn't fun. So, you know, going into this whole, I don't understand how eating more will help me lose way less. I'm going to start by talking about one thing is that there's this common misconception that you're not eating enough to lose weight. And I hear this all the time. Oh, I've been told that I'm not eating enough to lose weight. That could not be further from the truth because the truth is if you are eating less than you're burning, you are in a calorie deficit and you will start to lose weight. There is starving people in this world and they are not fat. They are emaciated. You can see them in third world countries. If it was true that you could literally undereat yourself fat, there would not be people that were emaciated that were starving in this world. So it's really important that you understand that it's impossible to be under eating and not lose weight. There are some things that people aren't realizing that are probably causing this problem of under eating and not losing weight or gaining weight. Uh, one of them being most people tend to underestimate how many calories they're consuming and overestimate, uh, overestimate how many calories they're burning. Uh, but more importantly is the metabolic adaptations that happen, which means that you're eating at maintenance and your maintenance has now become whatever you're currently eating. So if you've been eating 1200 calories a day and you type yourself into a calculator and it tells you that maintenance for you is 1800 and you're like, well, why am I no longer losing weight on 1200 calories a day? Your body is now adapted to living on 1200 calories a day. So you've essentially adapted to a lower calorie point. We're going to get into all this. So I want to teach you guys today about how it is important to understand that eating more is actually going to help you weigh less. So sorry about all the little tangents, seven minutes of me just BSing. Sorry, guys, it's just who I am. I like to BS a little bit. So let's talk about this concept. I want to learn how to eat more to weigh less. How does this work? I've been told that I need to create a calorie deficit to lose weight. So shouldn't I be restricting my calorie intake? Okay. Let's talk about calorie deficit first and foremost. When we are trying to create a calorie deficit, we have to monitor caloric intake. So how many calories we're eating, the foods we're eating, along with caloric expenditure, how many calories we're burning. And when it comes to these two things, the body is going to troubleshoot energy to kind of ensure that we are actually going to have enough energy to run our basic bodily functions. So what will happen is 
as we start to create a calorie deficit, so let's just say we're dropping calories and we're keeping our activity level the same, okay? Over time, your body's going to start to, you know, get rid of some of that body fat. You know, it's going to start using up stored energy, but then it's going to start to become a little bit stingy because it's like, hey, all of a sudden my energy stores are going down. So what's going to happen is your body's going to start to slow down things a little bit. And it's things that you don't even realize are happening because they're happening like behind the scenes. So uh, you're going to start to blink less. You're going to start to, even when you're sitting at your desk, you might fidget less. You might move less. You might be holding less posture. Uh, you might find it that you're getting a little bit tired and you don't, you know, get up as often to go, you know, do little things. You might have less energy for that, you know, afternoon stuff that you normally do. You might find yourself exhausted and just wanting to sit on the, on the, on the couch. Those are metabolic adaptations that are happening that are likely because you're being underfed in this calorie deficit. Even your workout intensity will start to go down. So you might hold, hold slower paces. It might be hard for you to keep the same amount of volume up. So you will, we'll start to see the body starts to get smart about the amount of calories it's going to utilize. And so when we continue to chronically eat less, our body will continue to burn less calories. The other thing that happens when we are in this phase of like trying to lose weight by chronically always dropping calories is your body also recognizes that there's not as a, enough energy stored up. And it's going to start to kind of give you these signals of like, hey, you know, you've been really good. You've been dialed in on your diet. Those donuts over there on the break room table are looking pretty darn good. You haven't had one in about four or five weeks. You totally, you totally deserve one. And you think you're talking yourself through this, but this is your body sending you signals of like, hey, that's going to be a really rich source of energy that's going to go get stored and I'm going to be happier. And you go over there and you decide you're just going to take a half of one and you eat the half and you're like, oh, so good. Oh my God. All right. I can do the other half. And then before you know it, you're three donuts in and you're like, why did I just do that? Okay. So when we're in this state of always eating less, our body does tend to crave more food. And usually it's those high calorie foods. So when we are always talking about this concept of like dropping calories or being more restrictive when it comes to fat loss, oftentimes we have to understand the psychology that, that changes with that. And also what happens from a metabolic factor. Now, your metabolism is not damaged. It's not broken. It's adapted. And that's actually a good thing. It's, it's, it's showing you that your body is, is in a good place to understand how to survive. If your body didn't do those things, you would eventually die. Okay. So that's your body's way of saying, Hey, we're going to keep you alive. We're going to keep energy source that you can do the things that you need to do. Okay. So when it comes to this concept of like, I'm trying to lose fat and I know that I need to be in a calorie deficit, less is not always better. I actually, sorry guys, I had to take a sip of this. If you are in Florida right now, tangent again, it is so effing hot. When I tell you guys, I forget every year how bad July and August are. I forget every year how bad July and August are. When I tell you that when I was lifting today in my garage, my shoes were sweating. My shoes officially sweat right now. Like literally when I am pushing my feet into the ground to do a power clean and I leave the ground and I look at my feet, there is a puddle. So little tangent, but 
And so I, I'm so thirsty right now. Like I just cannot stop drinking enough. And this is a polar orange vanilla seltzer. Um, but anyway, so when it comes into this concept, this is also why people feel like they get to a place where like they start to judge themselves. I am such a failure. I can't stick to this diet. It's me. Oh my God. I just have to be more disciplined. I just need to stick to it. it. All of the thoughts come through about why you need to be working harder to stick to this calorie deficit. But when it comes to finding the sweet spot of this, you don't have to feel miserable every day. In fact, you shouldn't. It should actually be very subtle and you should go to bed feeling like, yeah, I was a little hungry today, but I'm okay. You know, I'll talk about that as we go on, but I want to start talking about the benefits of learning how to eat more to loot to weigh less. So learning how to optimize calories at maintenance and pulling back from there to help you with fat loss. Okay. Number one that I wrote down is the metabolic benefits. Okay. So as I mentioned, as we are dropping calories, your body is going to adapt to those calories. So I made an Instagram reel a couple of days ago or post the other day. And I, and I said something along the lines of you can lose weight on 1200 calories a diet, but you don't have to lose weight on 1200 calories a diet. So a lot of people, they just drop calories a lot. What if you didn't have to drop your calories to 1200? What if you could have dropped them just to 1600 and the weight started coming off? Wouldn't you have felt better? Wouldn't you have been able to incorporate more of the foods that you enjoy? Wouldn't you feel like it was less restrictive? and be able to maintain that a little bit longer. And as I mentioned, metabolism adapts. So if I start off by dropping all the way to 1200, um, my metabolism adapts, I don't have anywhere else to go unless I want to go into the, you know, into the, you know, 800 calories a day. Whereas if I started at eight, 1600 calories, I have a little bit more wiggle room. So the biggest benefit is metabolism. When I eat more and I make smaller changes to that and see how it does, I keep my metabolism working a little bit faster, a little bit longer. I often don't see as many of the negative, um, you know, energy feedback or any of that kinds of stuff. We can kind of keep you in a good place. And if we can optimize things in a way where as the metabolism adapts, we actually don't keep dropping calories. We kind of learn how to, I like to do calorie cycling. And what I'll typically do is have my clients lose somewhere around, call it five to 10 pounds. If things start to slow down, I usually will build in a couple of refeed days because now rather than dropping calories, I fed them more and they get a little bit more energy again. And then we can drop back down and they typically will see weight loss again. So using different strategies that actually help optimize the metabolism is a better way to keep you healthy long-term. Now, if you've been chronically dieting for a long time, you likely feel like you can't eat more than 1200 calories a day or you gain weight. That's why. Okay. Number two is I put lean muscle mass. So when it comes to building and maintaining lean muscle mass, your body needs calories. And to get the best, most of your workout, you need to be fueling those workouts with enough calories. What a lot of people do, and we're going to go into this as one of the things, is that they tend to underfeed themselves during the week when they're working out. And then they're like, I've been good all week, so now I'm going to overeat on weekends. And they're literally starving their workouts. So they're not actually able to recover and build the lean muscle mass that they need to. You need to be getting in enough protein. You need to be getting enough calories. And if you're chronically underfeeding yourself, you're also negatively impacting your lean muscle mass. Number three is a big, big, big one. And that's energy. Okay. Not just energy for like, you know, normal stuff, which is, is good, but energy for your workouts, guys, you want to be like able to actually push in your workouts. Um, if you're chronically underfeeding yourself, you're going to feel like shit guys. I am a very lean individual. So let me tell you something. I can feel 
when I am underfed because I don't have a lot of, of body fat on me. It is so important for you guys to realize that when you're chronically underfeeding, you will definitely feel that, you know, so you want to make sure that you have enough food in your belly. People tend to demonize carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are their body's best source of energy. So we want to make sure we're taking in enough carbohydrates. The biggest benefit of learning to eat more to weigh less is compliance, hands down, being able to be compliant with your nutrition. And here's why. Okay. When you are eating more, your appetite regulation becomes a lot more, a lot easier to control. Your appetite becomes a lot easier to control. When you are chronically under eating, you are chronically always thinking about food. You are always thinking about being hungry. You're always thinking about when your next meal is. You're always thinking about what you can have. And that becomes exhausting. Okay. Exhausting. You get tired of it. Uh, you're chronically trying to play food Tetris, like trying to figure out what you can have, swapping things out. When you are chronically underfeeding yourself, the hunger and the cravings gets to be too much. And you often find that it's hard for you to stick to your diet. So when it comes to actually seeing results, it happens so slowly. I gave my, my, group, a Cheerio analogy a couple weeks ago in the group. And I had a bowl of Cheerios and I was like, when it comes to fat loss, okay. Every one of these Cheerios is like one day of you doing all the things, hitting your numbers, you know, doing your steps, doing your workouts, all that stuff. And we take a Cheerio out of the bowl every single day. You're not going to see a difference after a week, maybe not even after two weeks, but after three or four weeks, you're going to start to see a difference. So when it comes to sustainability, if you're chronically just dropping calories, it's going to make it very hard for you to sustain long-term. So when you're actually fed, you don't feel like you have to quote unquote cheat. You don't feel like crap all the time. Uh, which brings me to the last one I put down here, less restriction. Okay. When you have more calories, you have more budget. I always love using the money budget analogy. Okay. When I go shopping with a thousand dollar budget versus a hundred dollar budget, I'm going to be a lot happier with that thousand dollar budget. Same thing with your calories. If you have a larger budget, you don't feel like you are restricted by things. I know that this concept is super hard for you guys to grasp because I get it. You are told that you have to create a calorie deficit. You think that that means that you have to drop calories a lot. And I think the biggest problem is, is what I'm going to go into now is the effects of where you guys have been for so long. If you have been in a place where you've been chronically underfeeding yourself for a very long time, chances are your body has adapted to burning less calories. So uh, example is let's just say you go online and you type in your age, height, weight in a online calculator. Um, I can put one that I use. It's called, I think it's called, uh, I think you just type in like BMR calculator. I forget the name of the workout or the uh, website, but type it in and it's going to give you your BMR and your suggested total daily energy expenditure uh, calories. So if you actually look at that. And it says you should be eating 2,100 calories a day. Now let's say you go and you track your food for the last seven days and you realize that you're barely eating 13 or 1400 a day and your weight's not going anywhere. That likely means your body has now adapted to running on less calories. And so at that point, it's not, Oh, so if I eat more, I'm going to lose weight. No, that's not always going to happen right away. It could, sometimes it does happen because as we feed our body more, we start to feel better. We might burn more calories. But what we typically have to do is we have to get the body to trust ourselves again. We have to actually build back up to that baseline calorie intake. And what that will take is some time and patience. Some clients can happen. It can happen very quickly. Other clients might need a little bit longer to kind of do it depending on how much weight they have to lose. But 
you want to build back up that maintenance calorie point, get your body feeling really good. Because now when you do drop calories, let's call it, if it's 2,100, we go to like 17, you're losing a good one to two pounds of fat a week and you feel good in the process. So that's why it makes more sense for you guys to understand that understanding how much your body needs to maintain is the most important number you guys should be looking at, along with looking at how you feel on the amount of calories that you eat consistently. So if you are somebody out there that really fears eating more and not, and, and honestly, that, 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 let's just start with that. If you are somebody out there that fears eating more, okay, I want to ask you a very good question right now is how long have you been living to eat less while also getting zero results? How long have you been on this chronic quest to develop more discipline and more restriction to eat less and getting the exact same result? You weigh the exact same amount. You feel the exact same way. You have the exact same weekend to week ha weekday habits. You feel like crap whenever you overeat. How long have you been dealing with this cycle and not getting anywhere? Or how many times have you tried the cycle to where now you're like, I don't give a shit about my nutrition because I'm tired of dealing with that. I'm just going to live my life to be healthy and happy and I don't care. Okay. Neither extreme is necessary. We don't need extremes. We need to understand that what you're doing right now is not working and it's not making you happy. Why not try and if, even if the weight didn't move, if you stayed the exact same weight, but for the, a month, you were like dialing in your nutrition to eat more and your energy got better. Your hormones started getting better. Your blood work starts showing up better. You're sleeping better. You're performing better. All of these things are getting better by eating more. And the, and the ticker, your weight maybe doesn't move, but it hasn't moved for months, for years maybe. Maybe it's going in the wrong direction but now it stays stable and you're eating two times the amount of calories. How much happier are you? And then from there, it's going to make it so much easier for you to say, all right, for the next 12 weeks, I'm dropping into a fat loss phase because I know now what I can do to maintain. Now you're in a much better place. So my trick to you guys is like to understand that it's not just willpower. It's not just keep dropping calories. It's not just move more. It's understand that calorie balance is something that your body is always going to shoot for. And every time you focus on eating as little as possible, your body is going to try and find ways to burn as little as possible. So when it comes to trying to lose fat, optimizing by eating more is probably the best kept secret for you guys to not only get results, but also to be able to maintain them long-term. Last thing I'm going to talk about today, guys, is I am going to be hosting a PBA webinar, PBA webinar. This is going to be called Performance-Based Aesthetics. Speaking of eating more to weigh less, guys, I'm going to be going over in depth how you guys can learn to eat to lose body fat while also performing better in the gym, building lean muscle tissue. I mean, I want you to think like this. The CrossFit Games athletes are not walking around complaining about how bad their abs look or how, you know, how much fat they got in their butt. Okay. They're fueling themselves for training and they look like they look at like athletes. I want my general pop, all my people out there going to the gym, hitting the gym hard every single week to be able to experience that same thing. And so I'm going to be doing a webinar going over 
all of that, along with a little four to six week-ish, debating on four to six weeks, uh, group program. I do these every few, every few months, usually the beginning of the year. I did one in May called the six week summer sprint. going to do one again, again, going into the fall for you guys to get your nutrition in check. Uh, we'll be going over some custom macros, custom nutrition stuff, getting you guys in a place to optimize, to lose body fat and build muscle and, uh, get you guys some good results, not only from the body composition perspective, but hopefully with your mindset as well. So those are a couple things I have coming up. Also, next week, guys, CrossFit Games are here. I cannot believe it's already coming. It's amazing. I cannot wait to see uh, so much of the good stuff. Um, if you guys have any topics you want me to talk about, please, please let me know. I am always open for suggestions. I um, hope this one was helpful for you guys. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.